What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. She's a fashion blogger, model, and entrepreneur. She's amazing. The latest tips on fashion, beauty, wellness, travel, and her lifestyle. And now, here's the founder and creator of Not Basic Blonde, Olasha. Hi loves, welcome back to another episode of Not Basic Blonde podcast. And I would like to start this episode with this amazing quote by Steve Jobs. Everything that has happened in your life has led you to this exact moment. And it's not a coincidence that you stumbled across this podcast today. So you probably needed to hear all this information because this episode is packed with some great info. Today's guest is Jen Gottlieb, and she's a co-founder and chief mindset officer at Superconnector Media. Prior to co-founding Superconnector Media, Jen used media to build leading coaches' businesses in health and wellness space. Jen also speaks to audiences around the world, impacting the trajectory of already successful entrepreneurs into winner mindset. So in this episode, we'll be talking about how to take the power back, how to conquer your fear, how to get on TV in five days, what is the first step to getting in the media, how to pitch media correctly, what criteria the media companies are looking for, how to overcome the common fear of success, what stories or what kind of info is media looking for, how to make your vision and goals clear, and so much more. But before we dive in, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review Not Basic Blonde Podcast on Apple Podcasts. Hi, Jen. I'm so glad to have you on my show. How are you today? Hi, I'm doing awesome. Excited to be here. Thank you. I'm excited too. And for you guys being so successful, we would love to know your story. So would you please tell our listeners about yourself? Sure. Um, well, my name is Jen Gottlieb, and I'm the co-founder and chief mindset officer of Super Connector Media. We have a PR agency based out of New York City, but we are, you know, we're virtual and remote. So um, our company, we, you know, we have uh, we have clients and we have team members all over the country. But we also um, we help experts, entrepreneurs, authors, 
and small businesses and tech startups get their message out into the media with our agency. And then we also have a Be On TV bootcamp, which is amazing. And that's for anybody that has a message that feels like they want to get get it out there, get into the world and, and leverage television to do that. We help you uh, book TV in five days, which is pretty powerful. Wow, it is powerful. That's nice. And would you please tell us more about your career and how did you start it? Yeah, so I, um, I moved to New York City when I was 20 years old. I, I dropped out of college. I was a musical theater major in college at the University of Hartford. And I realized really, really quickly that college wasn't for me. And I wanted to move to New York City to pursue my dream of becoming an actress. So I dropped out of school and I moved to New York and I went to a conservatory in Manhattan, a musical theater conservatory called AMDA. And while I was there, I actually auditioned and booked my dream role in the Broadway national tour of The Wedding Singer which is like the Adam Sandler movie, The Wedding Singer. I don't know if you've ever seen it, Um, but they did a Broadway show and and it was my dream to play this one role, the role of Linda in the show. And I ended up uh, pretty much manifesting it and creating it, like visualizing it and taking all the steps to get it. And after I did that and performed that role all over the country, it, it just really solidified to me that anything that I wanted, I could create because I never really believed that up until that point. And when I performed the role and I I actually did it after dreaming about it for years and years and years and just wanting it so badly and then actually accomplishing it, I was like, wow, this, this whole thing of, you know, really believing in yourself and visualizing what you want and creating it by taking the action steps to get there is real. So after that, um, I ended up booking a role on a hard rock and heavy metal talk show on VH1 for 14 seasons, where I got to interview rock stars, like some of the biggest rock stars you'll ever meet in your life. And um, like all the guys from Guns N' Roses and ACDC and Slash and Marilyn Manson and all anyone that you thought of, I got to interview them. And what was really interesting about that time in my life, on the outside, it looked like everything was perfect. So if you were to look at my social media at that time in my life, you would have probably seen this girl that had it all going on, right? I had like, I was on TV, I did a Broadway show. Um, I had this boyfriend that looked really perfect and he was a a trader, a hedge fund trader in New York City and we had this quote unquote perfect life. But um, I I tell everybody now never to compare yourself to other people on, on social media because you really never know what's going on behind the highlight reel that they put out. And during that time, I was on this show that was all about hard rock and heavy metal music. And, and I was, that wasn't what I was into. And I, I was being this character, this version of myself that really was inauthentic and it wasn't me. And I was also in a relationship that was inauthentic and wasn't right. And I knew deep down in my heart that it wasn't right. And I became severely depressed. I became bulimic. Well, I was suffering from eating disorder for years and years and years since high school, but it got really bad. And, and I just, I, I dived into probably the biggest depression of my life during that time. So I, the universe kind of came in and um, smacked me across the face and got me out of that situation when I didn't have the balls to do it myself. So I didn't have the guts to leave. I didn't have the guts to start over. I, you know, I just was like, it's too hard. So I'm just going to stay put, even though I'm miserable. And I ended up, um, my boyfriend that I was living with at the time that I thought I was going to marry, I found out he was cheating on me and he gave me 
like five days to leave our apartment, find somewhere else to live. And my show got canceled at the same time. So I went from having this quote unquote perfect life to living in a teeny tiny room in an apartment with six other actors with a window that faced a wall and really no money, no connections, no job and no boyfriend. And um, I had to start over. And uh, I always, one of my favorite quotes, oh yeah, is that sometimes the shit happens so the shift can happen. And a whole bunch of shit happens to force me to make a shift. So I had to figure out what I wanted to do. And um, I decided that I wanted to create a, a business and I wanted to help people. So I used, I didn't really know anything about business at all. I knew nothing about business, actually. The only thing I knew was I knew how to get publicity and I knew how to get mainstream media and I knew how to leverage my relationships and I knew how to network. So I ended up leveraging PR and media to build a pretty big company very, very, very quickly in the health and wellness space. And then shortly after that, I ended up meeting my partner in life and now partner in business. And he was uh, hosting events that connected entrepreneurs to the media. And I just, I saw what he was doing and, and we decided like this could be so unbelievably powerful if we partnered up and we created a company that helped other entrepreneurs and experts and leaders and influencers get their message out there so that they could help more people. And, um, and so we partnered up and we created Super Connector Media and now it's become, you know, multi-seven figure company. And um, yeah, that's, that's how we got here. Wow. What a story. I, I believe in that sometimes universe kicks us really badly because it has better things in store for us and just like a wake up call. But I went through these kind of moments in my life too. And I was so upset. Why would I have to go through this? But then after when I had better outcome, I was like, now I know why I had to go through all of this to get there. And I love your quote that you said that shit needs to happen before shift needs to happen. That's the perfect one. <laughs> yeah. And another one of my favorite quotes is, you know, the Steve Jobs quote, you can't connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect them looking backwards because you're right. When you're going through it, you have no idea how it's going to work out. But when you look backwards and you look back, the dots always connect and it always makes sense. And you always understand why. So I tell people that that has a lot, actually, when you're, when you're talking about PR and media and the messages that you share with the media, all of the dot connecting stories, those moments when you were at your rock bottom or those messier moments in your life, those are all what make you special. They make you who you are. They make other people relate to you. You know, they, so those are the stories that we, we tell people to share with the media so that so they can help more people. Yeah. And, you know, I can relate one of my stories too. I mean, I have a few, but this one, just one of them. I've done modeling since I was 14. And then I didn't pursue it completely full time because well, my parents told me I have to go to school. I have to get real jobs. So I had this real career of IT project manager, but I still was doing modeling sometimes on the side too. And it was so annoying because people in the office would tell me, what are you doing here? You look like a model. And then finally, when I went blogging full time, I was like, well, that experience that I had before, it definitely helped me like now and before to with my career. Yeah, it all makes sense. It does. Yeah. And is it possible to get on TV without any money or connections? And what is the process? 
Yeah, it's totally possible to get on TV without any money or connections. And it's funny because right now it's easier to get on TV now than ever before. It's also more valuable and important for business owners, entrepreneurs, and people with a message to get on TV now than ever before because people are watching more TV now than ever, right? They're sitting around, they're watching TV, they're looking for answers, they're looking for people to follow, they're looking for people to lead them. And, um, and the cool thing about now is because of quarantine, all the news interviews are being done via Zoom. So you can basically be on any station in any part of the world from your living room in your pajama bottoms, which is so cool. Um, and yeah, you don't really need any credentials to get on TV. All you really need is an absolutely amazing pitch or idea that's timely. And the really, really important thing to think about when you're pitching television, and we talk about this a lot in the Beyond TV Bootcamp, is making sure that you are, when you're pitching a certain network, that you know the audience, that you know the person that's listening or watching or reading that content and you're speaking to them because at the end of the day, the producer or the journalist, or, you know, let's talk about TV specifically. The producer doesn't really care about you. They care about their audience and they care about getting amazing content to their audience. And they need to fill 365 days a year of content, right? They, they need you. And so that's something that people forget a lot of the time is that the media needs you just as much as you need them. And so you just need to make sure that your content or your pitch or what you want your segment to be about is super, super relevant to what's happening in the news right now. And it's what that specific network's audience wants to hear. So if you are pitching the Hallmark Channel, right, Home and Family, which is that show is all about a break from the news, right? It's all about, I don't know if you know the Hallmark Channel, but it's all supposed to be happy. Yeah, it's amazing. So we have a lot of clients. I've been on the, on the Home and Family on the Hallmark Channel. We have a lot of clients that have been on it, a lot of people from our boot camp. And you need to make sure that if you're pitching that channel, that it needs to be positive, right? Your story needs to be more on the positive side. You can't be talking about negative, scary things because uh, that's not what their audience wants. But if you're going to pitch hard news like CNN or you know CNBC, um, then your pitch is going to be a little bit different. They're going to want something that's really relevant to the news that's going on right now and talks to their specific audience. So you want to make sure that your pitch is really timely and that it speaks to the audience that specifically watches that show. I see. And, you know, there are no contacts listed on any TV network uh, websites. They're usually like, you know, you can submit your story and you can go to different emails. I mean, you can email to different people, but there are no actual direct emails. How do you find them? So what we always tell people to do is not even go that route. Um, because let's be honest, those producers of those shows get thousands and thousands and thousands of pitches in their inbox every single week. You know, and in our BNTV bootcamp and in our accelerators, we bring on top producers from the biggest shows in the world. And we ask them, what makes you open an email? And they all say the same thing. They all say, if I know the person, if I have a relationship with them, if I have a connection to them. So what we tell people to do is instead of just trying to send random emails to random people, go into your current network of people that you know and go for the lowest hanging fruit. So think about, do you know anyone that knows anyone in the media? Do you have a friend of a friend that's an anchor at a local news channel? Do you have a friend that happens to be a producer? Do you have a friend that happens to know somebody that works at a show? 
right? And I guarantee you that if you dive into your current network, you will be able to find people that could connect you to somebody in the media. And so I would use your connections and your relationships first to be able to get that first TV segment. And then you use that one to build momentum and, and use that one to pitch other ones and create more relationships. And through those relationships that you create when you do that specific segment, does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And what do you think of self-promotion? Where's like fine line between being too annoying to people and being just getting enough self-promotion out there? Yeah, I love that question because, you know, like you just said, what's the difference between like being annoying and anybody that that is worried about being annoying or worried about being braggy, I have really good news for you. You're never going to come off braggy or annoying because annoying people and braggy people don't worry about that. They don't think about it. They just brag and they're just annoying. So if you're worried about it, you're automatically just know you're never going to come off that way. And number two, self-promotion isn't gross. It's your responsibility. It is. So if you think about it, like there are people out there that need your help. And if you are not promoting yourself and making yourself visible to those people that you can help, they're going to go hire somebody else or follow somebody else or pay attention to somebody else or pay somebody else that isn't as good as you and doesn't care as much just because they can't find you and they can find them because they promote themselves and you don't. Let me, there's an amazing story. So here's an incredible story of what happens that by the power of self-promotion. So we have this amazing client and she's one of the top child psychologists in the world. And she helps young adults and children uh, get over things like ADHD and depression and mental illness. And she was, so she has an amazing business, amazing story. She helps people in a big way. And she was petrified to be on TV, petrified. She didn't want to promote herself. She didn't want to talk about herself. She didn't want to be seen. And we convinced her to do one segment. She finally did one segment. And then she was like, oh, that wasn't that bad. That was pretty fun. So then she did another one and another one. And then something really magical happened. She got a message in her inbox from a parent of a child who was suicidal. And that parent said, you know, I saw you on the news. My daughter's suicidal. I've tried everything and I don't know what to do to help her. So she took her into our client's practice and our client cured this little girl. And this little girl is no longer suicidal and is healthy and living an amazing life all because our client decided to be visible and be seen. If she didn't, if she didn't believe in self-promotion and she didn't want to show up and she didn't want to be on TV, maybe that child wouldn't be alive today. So if you really believe in your mission and you really believe in what you do and that you help people, it's your responsibility to get yourself out there and to put yourself in front of the people that you can help so that they can find you. Wow, it is a magical story. That's so true. We need to get out ourselves out there so we can actually help. Totally makes sense. Yeah. It's every single time that I get nervous to talk about myself or to post something or do Facebook Live, I still get nervous. You know, we all do. I mean, I'm human. And I always just try to think about the person on the other side of the computer or on the other side of the TV that's going to be reading my content or watching me and how they need that content, right? And how that could change their life. And so I just think about that one person. We always say um, H-O-P-E, hope, or help one person every day. So if you can think about just helping one person every day with your message, it's not about you anymore. And you won't worry about being too annoying or self-promotionally or salesy. You're just thinking about that one person that needed you that day and showing up for them. 
social media especially it's like sometimes as many times as you tell some people don't even see it like you can tell 10 times and then on the 10th time i mean some people see it but then new people see it on the 10th time again and they're like oh we've never seen this before and it's just new to us totally we think that everybody's watching every single thing that we do and because of the instagram algorithm and facebook algorithm first of all half the people aren't seeing your stuff and then second of all people don't pay that much attention I have so many good friends that I, they ask me questions and I'm like, I posted about that yesterday. And they'll be like, oh, I didn't see it. You know, so you, you can, I always repurpose posts, repurpose stories. It's so funny. Uh, my partner, Chris, his 11-year-old daughter said something so powerful the other day. I, I couldn't believe this 11-year-old said this, but she said, you know, people aren't really ever judging you. They're too worried about themselves and they're too busy judging themselves. So people aren't spending that much time, you know, looking at your stuff like so deeply and they're really mostly paying attention to themselves. So it's okay to repost things. It's okay to tell the same story twice. It's okay to, to be out there again and again and again and again, because you're right. Maybe it's the 10th time when they'll pay attention, right? Or the 10th time when they'll yeah. actually see you. They saw you nine other times, but they didn't pay attention those times. And then finally on the 10th time, it clicked for them or they saw it. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. What is the first step to getting in the media? I mean, besides going through your connections and people you know, but what's the first step? My, the first step is always to get super clear on where you want to be. So if you don't know where you're going, then you can't get there. So we always tell people before you do anything, get super clear on what show, what shows do you want to be on? What publications do you want to be in? What podcasts do you want to be on? get clear on what those places are so that you can go for it. Because I, I mean, I, I like so many times I talk to people and they're like, okay, Jen, I want to be on TV. I'm like, great. What network do you want to be on? What show do you want to be on? And they're like, uh, I don't know. I don't watch TV. Okay. Well, that's okay. You don't have to watch TV to know, but you have to do your research and you have to get super clear. So I always tell everybody that before you start doing anything, put together a media hit list of all the shows that you would like to be on and do your research to find that out. Um, a couple of the ways that we tell people to figure out where you should be if you don't know is number one, ask your clients what they're watching, right? Just ask them, hey, what shows do you watch? Where do you get your news? What podcasts do you listen to? What blogs do you read? And they'll tell you. So that's the first way, just simply ask. And then the second way is to use jealousy as a tool. And you may be like, oh my God, Jen, what do you mean? use jealousy as a tool, but we all have people that we are jealous of sometimes, right? Like somebody that's doing the same thing as us. And then you see them getting on television and you're like, you feel, holy crap. I wish that was me. Right? Like, Oh God, that's so awesome. Like, oh, I wish it was me. I wish it was me. So instead of letting that feeling get you stuck and make you feel like you can't have it, flip it around and be grateful for it because guess what? That person is showing you exactly where you can be showing up. So you can actually just Google that person, see where they've been featured, what shows have they been on, what articles have they been featured in, who's writing about them, what podcasts have they been on? They're showing you what's possible for you. So just follow what they did because they're making a very, very clear path. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you. I never, I always happy for someone and someone's success because I mean, I don't get jealous of them. I just see like, okay, how did they get there? And yeah. anyone can, if you put enough work into it. 
A hundred percent. Exactly. And they're showing, they're leading the way. They're showing you what's possible. Yeah. Yeah. And how do you pitch media correctly? Well, we go really, really, really deep into this in the Beyond TV Bootcamp. Like we actually teach you the five, or there's actually six elements of a winning pitch. Um, but really when it comes down to it, I'll tell you that the like three most important things is number one, you want to make sure that it's timely. So it needs to be attached to a timely news hook. So whether that is like right now, think about what's going on in the world. There's an election coming up. There's coronavirus is still happening. We're in quarantine. Kids just went back to school. Halloween is coming up. Fall, autumn, like think about what is happening right now and how can you tie your idea into something that's timely. So let's say you are a child psychologist, like what we were talking about earlier. How can you tie in what you do to something that's timely? So maybe it's how can kids trick or treat with coronavirus happening, like safely during coronavirus? That would be a great timely news hook or timely topic. So that that would be the first thing that I would say is super important. And then the second thing is to stand for something. So it's very easy to want to be all things to all people and to make everybody happy, right? So saying maybe like using terms, like maybe some people might be stressed out right now during coronavirus. Instead of like trying to please everybody, take a stand, stand for what you believe in and be on one side or the other. So if you believe that trick-or-treating right now for kids is extremely dangerous, say that. Don't say like, oh, it could be, it might be dangerous, you know, and be wishy-washy. Stand on one side of the road, say, trick-or-treating right now for kids is extremely dangerous. If you believe that, you know what I mean? And stand for something and don't try to be all things to all people. And then the third thing I would say is the most important is to always provide your talking points. So you want to make sure that you do all the work for the producer so they don't have to do any work. And the pitch is right there, right in front of them. So if you can talk about four tips to safe trick-or-treating during quarantine, list out those four tips, right? One, two, three, and four in bullet points so that they know exactly what it is that you're going to talk about on the segment. So they can just be like, okay, we pick you. Great. Amazing. Be there at, at 6 a.m. and go. Uh, and they know exactly what you're going to talk about because your talking points are right there. Oh yeah. That's a great advice. And you guys have be on TV bootcamp, as you mentioned before. And can you please tell us more about it? Because how many times do you offer and how often do you offer it? Yeah, so the next one is starting December 7th. So perfect timing. Hopefully this podcast will come out before then. And it's, it's, really, it's really an incredible experience. Not only do we teach you how to book TV in five days, it ends up being a couple extra days in five days because we over-deliver, but you meet an unbelievable community of people that become, we've seen people become best friends, family by the time it's over. And uh, we got a lot of surprises during the Be On TV bootcamp. We bring in a top producer to do Q&A. We teach you everything that you need to know to be able to pitch and book television. And it's really, really, really fun. <laughs> it's really fun. It's like a party every single day and, and we have a blast. So if you're interested, you can go to beontvbootcamp.com. Oh, nice. That's, that sounds exciting. <laughs> what criteria do media companies are looking for when they choose perfect candidates for their show? I mean, for a news or news segment or whatever. It really all depends. So people, a lot of people think that you have to have certain credentials. 
And I would say, don't let that deter you if you don't have credentials. They're either looking for somebody that's an expert or somebody that has life experience. So if you, let's say you don't have any credentials, but you have an unbelievable experience that you went through that gives you the credentials to be able to talk about a certain topic, that's okay. So what they're really looking for, they're, they're, they wanna know that you're good on camera. So make sure that you have some, if you wanna be on TV, make sure you have some content on your Instagram or on your social media of you speaking in front of a camera so that a producer can see your pitch, go to social media, and then see that you are able to speak on camera. That's very, 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 very important. They always wanna make sure of that. And if you've never done a media segment before, that's totally okay. Do an Instagram Live or a Facebook Live and just show them that you're capable of speaking on camera. And it's, it's really all about making that pitch really timely for their specific audience. And if you can do that, tie in your pitch to a timely news topic and make it specific to the audience of the show that you're pitching and then show that you're really amazing on camera, that is the recipe for success. Wow, that's great. Yeah, I think so too. How do you overcome the common fear of success? The, the, I use one phrase. I use one phrase and it always flips it around for me. So it's very, very easy to, you know, once something starts working and you start getting successful, tell me if you do this all the because I, I do this all the time. Like you start doing something and it's working and you're rocking and rolling, you're getting momentum. And then all of a sudden, for some reason you stop, like, let's say it's working out, right? Like you're doing it, you're going great, you're on a roll. And then maybe you stop or meditating, you do it every morning. And then for some reason you just fall off the horse. Right. And, and people do that with business. Like they'll start getting a lot of really amazing success. And then for some reason they stop themselves. And usually that is, you know, fear of success or fear of failure. If you get too successful or fear of, oh, it can't be this good. One day the other shoe is going to drop, right? Like one day it's uh, something's going to get messed up because it can't be this good. So whenever I get into that mode, I just ask myself, instead of saying, when's the other shoe going to drop? I ask myself, how much better can it get? And think of the possibilities and really allow myself to explore how much better can it get? How much more can I receive? And when I ask myself that question, I'm like, oh, wait, yeah, how much it could get so much better. Why am I stopping now? So I was even talking to my trainer about this in the gym this morning. He was like, when it hurts, push harder. When you get a sale, that's the best time to go get another sale. Don't stop. Put your foot on the gas pedal even harder once you're rocking and rolling, instead of most people, the mistake that most people make is once they get successful or once they get some results, they take their foot off the gas pedal and they ease up a little bit. No, yeah, that's more relaxed. Double down, push harder. And that is the difference between somebody that is truly successful and somebody that kind of always stays exactly the same. Yeah, I agree with you because sometimes when you get to the top, you really want it and then you, you get more relaxed, but no, that's not a time yet. <laughs> and then, like you said, you have to push harder. That's so true because, and sometimes also it scares us like, oh, wow, we got so far. Oh my God. What if it's all one day, you know? <laughs> yeah, all those fears come up, but you know, fear is a liar. Fear is a liar. You know how I talk to fear? I say, <laughs> I talk to fear like he's my friend and we're in a car and he's in the passenger seat. So I say, okay, fear, like fear is a totally normal thing. He comes in what, as soon as things get uncomfortable because let's be real, like fear, its job is to keep us safe. 
and to keep us in the comfort zone, keep us feeling comfortable. But you can't be comfortable and grow at the same time. It's impossible. So fear is going to show up. So I always say, okay, fear, I see you. I hear you. I get it. You're trying to keep me safe, but I'm going to put you in the passenger seat of the car. I'm driving the car. You cannot touch the wheel. You cannot even touch the radio. You can just sit there in the passenger seat and you can be along for the ride, but I'm in control. And I do it with fear in the passenger seat. I do it anyway. I feel the fear and I do it anyway. And I lean into it. It's not easy all the time. Believe me, fear gets in the way of everything that I try to do plenty, but I always just try to say, okay, fear, I see you. I hear you. Let's do this together. Yeah. I love how you do it. That's a great approach. I need to try to do that too. It's yeah, it's really powerful. Driving with your fear. Remember that movie with Ricky Bobby? Oh, yeah, yeah, Uh-huh. <laughs> when he drove the cougar in the passenger seat. Yep, yep exactly. Yeah. And how do you make your vision and goals clear? Usually, I find that my visions become the most clear when I'm not pushing. So when I try too hard or like when I'm sitting and I'm trying too hard to think and too hard to work and I'm grinding and I'm pushing and I'm exhausted. No ideas ever come that way. My ideas always come to me when I'm taking space, like when I'm working out or I'm going for a walk or I'm taking a shower and when I'm not thinking. So that's why I really, really, really try to take time to always recover, like have at least one time during the day where I take a walk where I'm not working and I'm not pushing or one time, one day during the week where I I just completely shut off my phone. And that's usually when the most, the clearest ideas and visions that are the most alignment with who I really am come in, you know, when you're not pushing. Yeah. For me too. It's like, I've noticed that when I'm stressed out, I can't even concentrate, but when I'm relaxed, especially good ideas come to me on Saturday night when I'm so relaxed and I just want to actually relax, not do anything, not think about work. I get all these crazy ideas, like storm. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it works. Yeah. And I was like, why do I don't get them on Monday or Tuesday? <laughs> right? No, but who cares? You get them on Saturday. So then you just implement them. Yeah, I implement them on, during the week. Yeah. <laughs> and where can our listeners find you? Your Instagram, all your information? Yep. They can find me on Instagram at Jen underscore Gottlieb. They can sign up for the Be On TV Bootcamp at beontvbootcamp.com. And they can also check out Super Connector Media at superconnectormedia.com. Nice. Thank you so much, Jen. It was such a fun conversation. So much fun. Thank you. And that's all for today, guys. Thank you so much for listening Not Basic Blonde podcast. Just to remind you, Not Basic Blonde podcast is available on all the major platforms with new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. And you can always DM me on Instagram. It's not basic blonde underscore or NBB podcast. And of course, if you haven't, subscribe, rate, and review Not Basic Blonde podcast on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much, guys. Enjoy your day. know how to book flights and hotels all you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive that's why you need viator 
guidebook, guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.